0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everyone. Welcome to I Am Angela podcast, where we take the word of God and we work it into our everyday lives. So how is everybody doing today? I hope you are doing well Um, I'm glad we're back here today. I want to introduce, as usual, my favorite, my favorite co-host, Minister Diana. How's it going today?
1: It's going good. Hello, hello, hello to all of God's people out there. Glad to have you today.
0: Yes, yes, yes. We always look forward to coming on here chatting with you guys about some things of interest, of things hopefully of interest to you as well, because we look forward to sharing this time with you. Today, we have a really good um, topic. I think we left off the last time we talked with you guys. We left off talking about taking God at his word. Um, Hopefully you all got a chance to listen to that, taking God at his word. We wanna make sure that we're trusting and believing what God's word says to us. So today we're going to talk about entering into God's rest, entering into his rest. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pass it over to Minister Diane and let her kick us off.
1: Yes, yes. I want to first read Hebrews 4 and 1. Therefore, since the promise of entering his rest still stands, yes. let us be careful that none of you be found to have fallen short of it. Mm -hmm. Amen? Amen. Amen. Okay, I want to talk about entering into God's rest. That's what we'll be talking about today. Mm -hmm. And I have uh, an article I would like to read. And it begins, I long to enter into God's rest, but sometimes I feel so far away from it. Life can be crazy and stressful, often filled with struggles and disappointments. Sometimes it feels as if there is no room for rest. However, God truly desires us to enter into his rest. But we are often too busy or too overwhelmed to know how to find it. And then it goes on to say, the Bible tells us in 4.1 that the promise of entering to God's rest still stands today. His rest is always available to us if we are willing to do what is required to reach it. Therefore, since the promise of entering his rest still stands, let us be careful that none of you be found to have fallen short of it. And I'm going to go back and say, it says, it says instead of you, none of us. Yes. Always, I always include myself. Yes. All us. Yes. And then the last says, however, the second part of this verse gives us a warning to not fall short of God's rest. This warning is referring to the Israelites who did not enter God's rest, also known as the promised land, because they failed to believe in God's promises. Their unbelief and lack of trust in God prevented the Israelites from entering the promised land. All right, Melissa Clark, what you got to say?
0: (laughs) Well, just that, just (laughs) that, just that. You know, sinning, sinning, period. To not believe in God, to say that you are a believer and not believe what his word says, it takes us back to what we talked about in our last podcast, trusting in what his word says, you know? And so we have to, whenever we find ourselves not in God's rest, we are doing something we should not right. be doing and a lot of times sin keeps us away from god's risk. Yes, the sin keeps us in up and down in and out yeah. you know straddling the fence sin keeps us living right for a day and wrong for two days sin keeps us living in ways that god would have us not um live in so therefore of course it would separate us sin would separate us totally from um from being in God's presence. So it says here today, we too often fall short of God's rest for the same reason as the Israelites did. If we fail to believe in God's promises and fail to trust him, Mm -hmm. we too will fall into disobedience. Mm -hmm. Our disobedience will keep us in sin, which in turn will separate us from God. This separation will never allow us to enter God's rest. Bye. When I think about rest, I think about going and laying down. Mm-hmm. I think about, I think about a peace and quiet throughout mm-hmm. your, you know, throughout the space that you're in, not having to deal with chaotic circumstances. When I think about rest, but I also, when I hear God's rest, it brings me to a perfect peace. Mm-hmm. You know, a perfect peace of regardless of what's going on, you can always be in God's rest. Yes. I don't think that you have to. You know, you could only be in God's rest on Sunday, mm-hmm. or you could only be in God's rest if you're at home, mm-hmm. or if you could. I, I believe that you could be in God's rest in any place that you may be, if you are where you ought to be yes. spiritually. Yes. Spiritually.
1: <laughs> and not only that, you know, if we don't trust and believe in God's word and take Him at His promise, yes. it our life is chaos.
0: Yes. stressful.
1: Because we're struggling trying to do and handle things on our own. That's true. And once we get in that state of mind we're not concentrating on God. Because we're too busy trying to fix stuff ourselves. And you know uh, God's rest is a state or place where he rules and manages his creation from chaos and disorder. Mm -hmm. Brought about by sin and
0: rebellion.
1: And you know, we are kind of like children of Israel. What you think? Definitely.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Definitely, you know, disobedient, not doing what you're supposed to be doing half the time, (laughs) living like you want to live, pretending like you're living like he wants you to live. It's a whole lot of stuff going on. And when he, when when the word talks about, you know, going around that mountain for 40 Uh years, Uh Lord, have mercy. Look at how many of us it takes to get from point A to point yeah, B, yeah. because we keep going back right. to the world, and we keep going back to that thing that we said we've let go of, and then we move up two steps and be pulled back two steps, two steps backwards. It's because we're traveling. We're going around the mountain over and over again, yeah. not trusted in his word, not trusted in what he's saying, not believing, not having faith, all of those things. It keeps you separated. It yeah. keeps you separated for a very long time. There's no time limit on separation. There's no time limit on when well, you're not living right, uh-uh. when well, you're not living right. So how can we enter into God's rest? One way we can enter into God's rest, if we go back to the last podcast, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Take God at his word. It says, therefore, we must beware that while the promise of entering his rest remains open, none of you may seem to have comfort short of it. For we had good news proclaimed to us just as they did. But the message they heard did the did them no good since they did not join in with those who heard it in faith. So it could be 10 of us sitting in a room and five of us could go into God's, um, they could go into his rest mm-hmm. and five not. Mm-hmm. Because five have the faith to believe God mm-hmm. and have the faith to believe his word and will stand on his word. The other five don't. So 10 of you are sitting listening to the same word your heart is being sown in your heart, it's being sown, transforming your mind, supposedly, supposed to be transforming mm-hmm. your mind, all tinged in the same place. And only five be able to move into his presence and into his rest, where the other five are left out in the cold, because they have not, they're still living in sin. Mm -hmm. They're still doing these other things. It reminds me of a time when you say, all of us grew up in the same house. How is it that you didn't hear what mom or dad was preaching or what they were telling us? How is it that you missed that lecture? All of us are living by the same rules because we heard the same thing. But there's one, there's one that fell out and didn't hear any of that. It's the same thing here when we're taking God's word, when we're moving into his presence, how some hear it and can live by it and some can't. Some hear it and can live by it because they have faith to believe the word. They're trusted in God's word. They are believing his word
1: and others don't. You know, I think some of us too, we just chose to have a lot of chaos in our life.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: we just say, it's, it, it life is just not even worth living unless we got something going on. Yeah, something. But I'm no the type of person, it. I like peace. Me too. I don't like confrontation. Me either. And I feel like if I can enter into God's rest by being obedient yeah. to him, yeah. then I'm all for it yeah. because I, I just don't like chaos. Yeah. I, I really don't. But some people, if they just, they don't trust. No. They don't believe. Mm-hmm. And they definitely don't have faith. No. So in their world, it's gonna be chaos. It's gonna be a lot of probably a lot of sin. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh rebellious ways. Yeah. I'm just not that type. No. I like mm-hmm. peace. Yeah, yeah, you know, there's a
0: time I think when we're younger and we live certain certain lifestyles before you give, give your life to Christ, oh, and yeah. you live certain lifestyles that you like partying, you right. know, like hanging out, mm-hmm. there's a certain group you like hanging out with, and get becoming saved and coming from you know, going from a young person to an older person, maturity, right? I think it's maturity right. that you call it. So, when you're young, you do young things, you mm-hmm. do childish things, yeah. and then when you grow up you move away from those things mm-hmm. you know you no longer want to do those things anymore when you're in the world you have a certain lifestyle but oh, once yeah. you grow in Christ then you don't want that lifestyle anymore there's a different kind of something that you're after and peacefulness is such a blessing yes. peace is a blessing to have and so anytime that you could be in God's rest there's nothing like that you realize that when you come out of the world how peaceful it is over here. Um, I can say that based on, you know, being in two different groups. Mm-hmm. Like I was had a meeting the other day with a group of truck drivers. And one group was totally, you know, they were beginners. They weren't sure of where they was going. They weren't sure of what they really wanted to do, but they thought they did. So they were just in rambling, going from one thought to the other or whatnot. And then later on, I had a meeting with another group, a group that was more mature. Right. They had been doing it for a while. So they knew exactly what they wanted. They had it written down on paper. They knew exactly what they were gonna ask you. I look at that too, as being in God's rest because you know what you're getting when you're over here. Mm -hmm. You already know what he's he's got available to you. You read the word so you know what he's doing and you know your expectations of him. You are rested in his word as well. Over here, they are not doing any of that. So chaos is still rambling throughout wow, their mind, right. in their words, in their conversation. It's just chaotic. Yes. And so I would much rather be in God's rest than any other place.
1: Well, I feel too, once you become saved, your life, things that were important to you back yeah. then when you oh were out gosh, there, yes. they are suddenly not important anymore. anymore you more likely won't even have patience (laughs) that you had then. (laughs) Because God, he he does a complete change. He starts with your heart Mm -hmm. and it it goes from there to your mind. And next thing you know, you you have done a complete about face. 380 degree turn, you are just ready to just humbly submit yourself to God and just let him take over. And and once you get there, you are in complete rest with him. Yeah. Because you're just, okay, I know this ain't going to happen. I know over there it looks like oh hell is breaking loose. That's but I know God's going to fix that. That's right. That's right. And then it's time to start praying. That's right. Because you know God's going to fix it. He's going to fix it.
0: In God's rest, in his rest, it's where you can get everything that you need. You're in perfect peace. Yeah. There's nothing there. And you know, I mean, even in chaos, mm-hmm. you're at peace. Yeah. Even in chaos. There has been time in my life where it was so much going on. If I was in the world, I would have been trying to figure out how to fix it, how to fix it, how to make it all come together, how to make it look pretty for the world, how to make sure that nobody's not seeing or knowing what's going on behind closed doors, all that stuff. You busy putting up blinders, making sure can't nobody see in. But over here, all hell could be breaking loose all Mm -hmm. around your house on Mm -hmm. the outside. But because God has given you a word to stand on, Mm -hmm. He has given you that rest in here. Mm -hmm. He has, you are truly sitting under his wing. (laughs) You are just wrapped in his arms and there is nothing. And you know that there is nothing. I don't need to say nothing. I don't need to make you understand right, anything. Right. I don't need to go where you want me to go. I'm going to sit right here and I'm going to let God do his work out there yes. because that is what he does. And that's that peace. That's that presence. That's that rest that you're looking yeah. for. That no matter
1: what is going on, I'm all right. Because you're totally yielded to the promises of God yeah, yeah. through his grace and salvation. Yeah. You know, I think about Adam. Uh-huh. How... Before he became rebellious, Uh he was in total rest with God. Walking through the garden, Mm -hmm. enjoying himself, enjoying the things God had given. Uh Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. He became disobedient. (laughs) Chaos started. Chaos came. No longer was he in in the rest.
0: Disobedient. That's right. Rest is out the way. There you gotta work that's yeah. right you gotta work you gotta till the ground yeah till your hands hurt right. you gotta go through all sorts of stuff just because of disabilities just because you wanted something just because that flesh said yeah let's try that let's yeah. do that and you can't you cannot do your flesh will get you in trouble your flesh will pull you out of the will of God your flesh will pull you out of the presence of God yes. it will pull you out of his perfect resting you will be in places that you never planned on being in if you follow your flesh yes the flesh has to be set down <laughs> it has to be set down. you have to say no You have to say no to it in order to be able to be in God's perfect peace and able to be in his rest. You have to say no to it. One of the other things is you have to ask for forgiveness. You have to ask for forgiveness to be in his perfect rest. You have to ask for forgiveness of him for all sins, thought done or spoken, Mm -hmm. you know, in the name of Jesus. You gotta ask because we know we all have fallen short. And a lot of times we overlook the sins that we do thinking, Mm -hmm. oh, that's not really nothing. Mm -hmm. That's not that big. But if your spirit said that there was something wrong with that, something was wrong with that. I
1: was always told a sin is a sin. It's a sin. I don't care how small it is, how big it is. I teeny weenie, you think it is? It's a sin. <laughs> you better ask If for you forgiveness. know it if it ain't a God, but stop saying, Lord, please forgive me. Please forgive me. It is true. I won't stay in your rest. It is true.
0: And then the last thing is being diligent. Entering into God's rest is not something that automatically happens for believers. We must be diligent in our efforts in order to enter the rest. Hebrews Hebrews 4.11 says, let us therefore be diligent to enter that rest. Lest anyone fall according to the same example of disobedience. You got to be constant. You got to be working at it at all times. You can't do this on Monday and then not do it again until Thursday Mm -hmm. because it will never become something that you are diligent in. If you do it on Monday, you got to do it Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, every day of the week. You got to stay on and enter into God's rest. You got to constantly be telling yourself that word that God says. You got to constantly be thinking on those things. Yeah. Pushing aside those negative um, thoughts and emotions and imaginations. You got to do away with those so that God's word is the only thing that encompasses your life.
1: And, and, and you know what we know we know it's hard yes it we know it's hard
0: it's hard when you start yes <laughs> it's hard yes, when you start
1: yeah. that's why you have to constantly yeah. be diligent with it mm-hmm. every time you feel something coming on yeah. like the children of israel start praying yeah start praying because you know the enemy is there to kill steal and, and destroy. destroy and mm-hmm. we can't let him have us no more
0: no no entering into god's rest entering into his rest all of us at this time in our lives all of us need to be entering into his rest yes. especially with all this going on oh, in the world God, yeah. i think entering into god's rest keeps your mouth mm-hmm. it keeps your thoughts it keeps your emotions entering into his rest puts you in a place that you don't fight like the world fights you don't speak like the world speaks you don't you may have a quick thought but you you know how to turn that thought out and put that thought right. outside with the word of god so entering into his rest is something we should always be striving for because it keeps us at
1: peace yes it keeps and you know all we've been going through for the last year or so
0: yeah. yeah,
1: i think peace and being in God's rest is the key to survival
0: yeah for sure because
1: just the other day you know um some of the schools were out yeah and they call it a mental break they were out for the holiday for Thursday but Uh then they took Friday all of a sudden they took Friday off for a mental break and they asked parents Not to even engage in anything concerning school with the kids. Take them out. Uh, Do activities with them. Uh Things that didn't cause for them to have to think about school. Yeah. Because whether we know it or not, our kids went through something.
0: Oh, yeah. Definitely. And
1: I could see them having that mental break. I think they needed it. Yeah.
0: Yeah definitely so. And probably need more than one. (laughs) You know, more
1: than one. Because the things that we
0: go through that we don't think of, you know, we are older. We are more mature. A lot of us are, we enter into God's rest. But our kids, we're training them up in the way that they they should go. And the thing about with kids, you have to, as as Jesus used parables with us, Mm -hmm. we have to use something like parables with them in their life. You know, we have to show them how to have perfect peace, right? We have to show them how to have to be in God's rest, yes. You know, and in order to do that, because they are children, yes. you have to show them in a different way, yeah. than you would show an adult, so they definitely need time to regroup. We yes. need time
1: to regroup, and you know, they go through a lot, yeah. yeah. Uh, peer pressure, yeah. That's For a lot sure. of kids nowadays, peer pressure, and yeah. then having to they miss so much of school yeah. and the, having to catch up and. I even heard one um, uh, young lady was talking about the homework yeah. that they are given. I don't yeah. know if it's a lot of homework naturally or because they're trying to catch, catch them up. up. Yeah. But it's a lot for them. Yeah. It's a lot it for is. their minds.
0: And their children. Yeah. They are children. And so with that, we all want to be mm-hmm. in God's rest yes we want to enter into his rest and not be disturbed <laughs> but we <laughs> will be so. disturbed. <laughs> we will be disturbed though but yes. we do we want to enter into his rest and even if we're disturbed know how to get right back oh yes know how to oh, get yes. right back so everybody i hope that if you're not entering into God's rest. I hope that you know how to get into God's rest. I hope that you know how. And I'll repeat the three that we have. One was take God at his word. If you're not going to take him at his word, you're not going to be able to enter into his rest. Because if you don't believe what he says, there's no sense in trying to go somewhere that you don't believe in. Number two was ask for forgiveness. Ask for forgiveness. Come clean. Come clean and ask for forgiveness. Ask him to forgive you of all these sins, all these things that you've done or thought about doing or whatnot and come out with a clean slate as minister Diane said and then third be diligent be diligent with your thought process be diligent with your actions and deeds and the things that you're doing making sure that you're staying on course reading your word um you know prayer fasting whatever you need to be doing whatever God is leading you to do make sure you're doing that and we want everyone to feel the presence of God and to enter into his rest without feeling like you're crumbling under all these pressures that's going on. So until we... See or talk to you again. This has been um, this has been a great discussion, especially entering into God's rest. We have to make sure that we work at this. We work at this. We be diligent at it. We keep it going because with things the way they are going, it may get a little worse before it gets better um and so we need to know how to maneuver through this how to deal with what's happening how to not let it overtake us and if you get into the word it's definitely not going to overtake
1: you amen
0: if you get into the word if you believe his word if you stand on his word if you trust in his word if you have faith in his word it will not overtake you All right, so we're gonna ask Minister Diane to pray us out today before we go.
1: Yes, let us come to the throne of grace. Father God, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, for just being in this podcast. We thank you, Lord, for wisdom and understanding. We thank you, Father God, for just giving us what you need for your people to hear. Father God, we ask that each and every one of your people just we pray that they enter into rest with you. If they don't know how, Father God, we ask, Lord, that you just touch them or send someone to them, Father God, to help them enter into your rest. Father God, we pray for each and every listener today. We pray for their family, that you will keep them in perfect peace in the name of Jesus. Father God, I pray for the sick today, Father God, ones that are bound to their beds, Father, in yes. hospital rooms, that you set angels around them, Father God. Let them feel your presence in yes, the name Lord. of Jesus. Father God, we do give you glory, honor, and praise. We thank you, Father God, for your presence. In your mighty name, I pray. Amen.
0: Amen, amen, and amen. So, guys, until the next time, have a blessed day. Have a blessed week. Enjoy, you know, start enjoying the holidays. I mean, that brings like a peace and a joy as well. When everybody, is, seems like everybody's happier during Mm -hmm. the holidays, you know. So enjoy one another during the holidays, Christmas coming up and whatnot. Just enjoy it. Let God do what God's going to do in your life. And don't worry about all the gifts and all the buying. Just love on one another. Yes. Be happy that we're still here. Amen? Amen. Amen. So until next time, you all be blessed. Bye-bye.